Now more than ever, transportation business owners need industry experts at every stage in their company's life cycle. We bring them to you in the hot seat. Welcome to In the Hot Seat with the Tenney Group. I'm Spencer Tenney. It's good to be with you. Today, we got a good one. Uh, we've got Peter Lee from First Bank. He's going to share some expertise as it relates to banking and the transportation industry. Peter? Spencer? Welcome oh, to the hot seat. Thank you very much. Before we get going here, real quick, can you share with us just a brief overview who you are, what you do? Sure. Uh, Spencer, I am Peter Lee. And I'm with First Bank here in Nashville, our corporate banking group. And I'm a vice, senior vice president and relationship manager, senior relationship manager. Excellent. Excellent. You ready to jump right in? Sure. Let's get to it. All right. First question. A lot of activity out there in the markets right now. What happens to trucking companies when interest rates <laughs> rise? So in the event of the interest rate rise, obviously, you know, there has been since you know mid two thousand eighteen, you know federal government, Fed Reserve really has uh, you know increased the rates as a result of a, really a robust economy that we're having. Mm -hmm. So for you know for my understanding is that in two thousand nineteen they're predicting three more interest rate. Mm -hmm. So it's always you know we've been we've had as far as financing goes you know we've had interest rates that are very attractive as a result of our the lower rate. Mm -hmm. As the interest rate continues to rise, you know, obviously our trucking company will face with higher interest rate for you know, financing their trucks and trailers and so on and so forth. So it's been more of using a short-term interest rate uh, instrument to finance trucks in the past for the let's call it last you know ten years. Okay. Now the rate is going up. Therefore, they should think about a new strategy and including a fixed rate. Okay. Going forward, and so that uh, you know predictability is what is key here. So Peter, you know what I do. Yep. You know, in terms of working in, in the acquisition and in, in the business sale world, when these trucking companies. I find there's a lot of confusion when they go out to finance growth through acquisitions as far as what does that banking relationship look like. So can you share with our mm -hmm. network what should they expect in terms of uh, how you go about evaluating whether or not they're going to be capable of getting the financing? And then right. you know, once you decide that you want it, what do you typically extend to them in terms Correct. of credit to finance the deal? Right. So I mean, his Historically, obviously, we, we want to have companies that have performed well, right? Mm -hmm. That's just the fundamental, right? That's just basic fundamental. From there, we do want to see exactly what is the purpose of the acquisition, how that fit within mm. their strategy, okay? Yeah. And therefore, we want to know what their what the you know potential buying will help them enhance their going forward as far right. as their profitability, but also growth and so on and so forth. So, um, more specifically, the banks are looking for, of course, solid management team, number one. Amen. Yeah. Because you can have all the tools in the world. If you don't have the people in leadership, then, you know, you, you're taking a big risk, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. The other thing, again, going back to, you know, uh, fundamentals of um, historical performance, mm -hmm. both Good times, and particularly the bad times, how did they evolve out of the bad 
bad times, which we, you know, we have a cycle within mm-hmm. our trucking industry, as you know. And so that really speaks aloud and, you know, it, it, it really provides us with a lot of um, assurance that they can, you know, pull mm-hmm. themselves out of the, you know, low point as well. That's okay. key. Thirdly, of course, we want to see consistent, you know, not just profitability, but free cash flow. Okay. That's the key. So let's hear your definition of free cash flow. Sure, sure. So basically, it's cash that is available to pay me back. <laughs> right? Like I said, there's some confusion about right. about why that might matter. Well, let me heat it up a little bit. You mentioned Lynn Moore, so let's let's quantify that. Okay. What what should they let's just let's put like a number, round number, hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. Total consideration for a deal. Mm-hmm. What percent of that total consideration should a buyer expect to attain from a third-party lending source like yourself for, I would for the say senior debt? Senior debt. Um, you know, you what well, we call it three by four, which is three times leverage on the senior, mm-hmm. total leverage of four. Mm-hmm. But times like this... Three, three to four times what? Oh, EBITDA. There you go. Thank you. So let's just say the purchase price was based on a multiple of five. Okay. We got max leverage at four. Uh-huh. So what that, that means we got one more turn of EBITDA to deal with to right. get to the purchase price. Where's that gonna come from? Well, it could come from, you know, the owner financing or seller financing, mm-hmm. right? Or you can go outside the bank market mm-hmm. and you know, use the um, what what I call it, uh, you know, mass or mm-hmm. second lien or Whatever. Are you when you when you calculate the total leverage as part mm-hmm. of that four multiple? Do you mm-hmm. include the Do you include the mezzanine and the seller financing as part of that calculation? You do. So yeah. okay. So if that's true, then will we need? So will we need some equity to kind of get Basically. the rest rounded out? That's right. Okay. Yeah, that's correct. Excellent. Yeah, so. so so what would be the difference in terms of a typical rate for acquisition financing for the senior debt versus the oh. mezzanine debt? Yeah. Um, depends on the credit, the strength of the credit, mm-hmm. you know, overall. Right. You know, uh, we don't have to go into details, but uh, I would say probably, you know, traditional bank debt could be anywhere from 25 to 4%. Okay. Versus, you know, these non-bank deal could be anywhere from, call it a, you know, 7 to 10%, mm-hmm. you know. Or more. Yeah. Or more. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You've been doing this for 28 years. Mm-hmm. You've accumulated a lot of knowledge, but I'm curious. You go back in time, 28 years, and you take banking off the table. Where do you think you would have ended up professionally? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, actually, um, I was trying to – I love history, and I love politi- you know, political science. And um, I wanted to become an a, um, analyst for CIA. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, that that would have been um, something that, you know, I tried, but I can go beyond, you know, basically the all the way through the process. There's still time. There's still time. <laughs> hey, thanks for being in the hot seat, Peter <laughs> Thank Lee. <you. laughs> hey, thanks for joining us. I'm Spencer Tanning. Until next time, we'll see you then.